Gift Biz Unwrapped, episode 417. What would you say is the job of your website? If you automatically answer that it's so you can capture online sales, of course you're right, but its role can and should be so much more. Attention gifters, bakers, crafters, and makers. Pursuing your dream can be fun. Whether you have an established business or are looking to start one now, you are in the right place. This is Gift Biz Unwrapped, helping you turn your skill into a flourishing business. Join us for an episode packed full of invaluable guidance, resources, and the support you need to grow your gift biz. Here is your host, gift biz gal, Sue Monheit. Hi there, it's Sue, and as always, thank you for joining me here today. This episode is going to be a little bit different than what I normally do in my guest spots, because I'm going to share with you a presentation that I've taken on the road and am often asked to present when I'm out at trade shows. I thought it would be valuable to you and answer a question that a lot of people struggle with. We'll get into that in a minute, but first, we've covered so many facets of a handmade product business over the course of the years, and today is no exception. We've talked about how to start and grow your business, stories from many of you who have done just that, how to choose and use social media sites, build your website. Oh my gosh, there is just so much information here for you but not necessarily at your fingertips. So I've made a tool for you that categorizes by topic the episodes of this podcast, but only the ones that stay relevant over time. Because yes, let's face it, there are past shows that just don't work anymore for us today. The world is changing so fast, right? You can use this tool to zero in on whatever topic you need at the moment. Do you want to hear from others in your specific industry? How about details on Pinterest or setting up an email strategy? You can now easily find the right episodes and create your priority listening roster. Consider this your gift biz resource center at a glance. It's a Google Sheet, best viewable on your computer versus your phone. Make sure to look on the bottom where there are five separate sections for easy topic reference kind of like chapters of a book. It makes finding the shows to help you with what you're working on right now so much easier. To access this free resource, go to giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash topics. The biggest misconception of e-commerce. It's the idea that putting up a website is the do-all, end-all to getting sales online. It's really just the beginning. But if you followed this line of thinking, don't worry, you're not alone. Many people are shocked when they put so much time into getting their website up, designing the perfect layout, finally pushing that live button, and no sales come in. This situation is one I'm often asked to talk about at trade shows. Given that, I decided to record an audio version of my presentation on the purpose of your website so that you can take advantage of this information, too. My goal is to get you thinking about your website and overall online presence in a whole new way. First, we're going to cover your overall approach to online marketing, and then talk about the true role of your website and what it can and can't do for you. 
Then we'll dive into two strategies for finding and attracting people to your site, because people first need to know you're there before you even have a chance to get sales. With regard to your overall approach to online marketing, there are two directions people take, knowingly or unknowingly. The first and most common is multi-channel marketing. I'm sure you've heard before the importance of having multiple sales channels. By example, this happens when you sell face-to-face at craft shows and then also have a shop online. These would be two different sources from which sales can come in. You can have multiple website channels, too. You may sell direct-to-consumer on Etsy and also through Fair for wholesale. Lots of different combinations exist online, of course. With multi-channel marketing, each of these is treated as a single entity and works independently of the others. Another approach is called omni-channel marketing. With this strategy, all channels work together and support each other in unison. I'd like to give a visual about the difference between these two channels using (laughs) fruit. Multi-channel marketing is represented with a number of bowls, each containing a single different fruit. Strawberries, bananas, blueberries, blackberries, pineapple, (laughs) all in their own bowls. With omni-channel marketing, your fruit is all mixed together in one big bowl of healthy freshness, bright and bold in presentation and flavor. Omni-channel marketing is an important concept to understand because when you employ this strategy, it results in shoppers spending 15% more per purchase. Lifetime value of customers is 30% higher too. And brands who sell through multiple channels generate 190% more revenue than single-channel merchants. That's almost double. When you add synergy by having one channel play off another, it can be even greater. So there's your definition of multi-channel marketing and omni-channel marketing as it relates to your overall sales strategy. We'll come back to this later. Now let's move on to the role of your website. And a side note here. When I say your website, I'm talking about one that you own, like a shop you would create on Shopify, not one controlled through a third party. It's under your own company domain, and you have full control over all facets of its appearance and functionality. This is your ultimate goal. Now, it's okay to start with only a single online presence through a third-party site. I know many of you do. But eventually, you want to add your own for the most foundational stability for your business. This type of website is what we'll be talking about from here on out. Your own website and how to get the most impact and power out of it. So, in thinking of that, what would you say is the job of your website? If you automatically answer that it's so you can capture online sales, of course, you're right but its role can and should be so much more. I want you to think of your website in an entirely different way. Think of it as the online headquarters of your company. Just as with a physical corporate headquarter building, your website can hold all departments, just like that large enterprise. Here are the departments of such a building and how they correlate to what you can do online. Your reception area is an introduction banner and your about page. Your public relations department is 
your schedule for craft shows, live social media links, a culmination of all the articles you've been in, so an in-the-media section, and blog articles. Customer service is your navigation bars, contact us section, and Q&A page. Sales department is products, descriptions, and your checkout process. Your legal department online is your privacy policy and terms of use. And, of course, your production department, which is product customization, order fulfillment, and shipping and handling processes. Use this as a model for what to include as you create or enhance your website. This online headquarters of yours should be the destination to which all communication flows. Social posts should link to your website where they'd find blog articles, product highlights, or other relevant content related to that post. Sweepstakes or challenges that you do should have a pop-up or entry form right on your site that you direct people to to sign up. Send people to your website for upcoming shows where they can meet you in person and, of course, the most up-to-date information with lists, dates, and locations is on your website. And email links, too, should all point there. This means you have to have everything set up there, of course. But once you do, you can direct people to your site along with reasons why it's beneficial for them to go there. See and buy products, get a freebie, enter a contest, read an article. Remember, you have to invite people to go over to your website. And the best way to do this is give them a reason along with directions to get there which is your URL, of course. Hopefully, you have a URL that's simple and easy to remember, as close to your company name as possible, best is a perfect match, and with the .com extension, because we all still default to that. Now, how do you find people to direct over to your website? We'll talk about two ways to accomplish this. The first being building your audience directly, and the second, Tapping into others' audiences. I want you to reflect on some of your past purchases. How and where did you learn about the product initially? Did you see it multiple times before you wanted to know more? Was your decision to purchase one product different from the way you decided to purchase another? You'll recognize in your own behavior that you follow multiple checkpoints and different paths to every order that you place. You may be introduced to a bakery shop owner at a networking meeting. Then you see a Facebook post from that same business. You're curious, so you visit the website, then decide to gather there for your next coffee meetup, where you, of course, buy your coffee and scone. Or you find a website through Google search. Look around a bit and pop off. Then an Instagram ad comes up and you decide to purchase those earrings you were attracted to initially. Or You're talking with a friend about getting new shoes for an upcoming trip. They recommend a brand that provides exactly what you want, and they tell you how much they love their shoes. Done. No more looking. You are ready to buy. All these examples use a different number and type of touch point that walk a customer to an order. It's kind of like direction signs along a hiking trail. If they don't show up as you're walking along at different points, you might get lost. Likewise, if you don't use these stepping stones in all sorts of places along your sales process, you may at first capture a customer's attention, but then they disappear. 
That's the value of using all sorts of channels in combination with each other. And that's why this type of marketing brings the higher results I stated earlier. Omnichannel marketing at its best. I wanted to pause this discussion for a second to let you know that I recognize you may be feeling overwhelmed right now. I mean, I bring on great guests who are specialists in their fields, and we get into fabulous conversations that you know can help grow your business. So after the show, you have the full intention of grabbing a download, making an adjustment on your website, or any number of other ideas that arise as a result of this podcast. But what happens? You get back to your other activities and the momentum you once had gets lost. What you've planned to do is forgotten. Then you feel bad because your business is going on as usual without implementing anything that you know would help grow your business. We're just too busy doing all the things, like a robot, moving from one thing to another without thinking. Because we have to. I get it. I've been there. But guess what? There is another way. Since I recognized this exact behavior in my own business, I set out to do something about it. And now, what works for me, I'm sharing with you. I formalized the process, and it's called the Inspired Daily Planner, made specifically for gifters, bakers, crafters, and makers. But it's not your ordinary planner. First off, it comes with a video explaining my productivity strategy. Plus, it's not dated, so you can start using your planner the second it arrives at your doorstep. And that's not all. Included for each day is a motivational message or business building tip and plenty of space to capture and book in time for to-dos, schedule appointments, and all those other ideas that are now getting lost. Think of it as a book and a planner all in one, yet compact enough to carry with you and resource as necessary. It's the perfect solution to truly act and move your business forward. Go to giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash inspired to get your hard copy planner along with my power of purpose video that will set you on the path for true business growth. This makes a great gift too. So if you have a biz bestie, pick up a planner for them too. That link again is giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash inspired. Okay, let's get back to the show. Let's review six different channels and ideas of what you can do with them so you can further understand how they can work together for you. These channels are in-person shows, social media, networking events, email, text messaging, and personal connections. The saying that the whole is greater than the individual sum of its parts comes into play. Here's how to make that happen with these six channels. In-person events. For in-person events, direct purchasers to go to your website for subsequent orders. Tell them additional sizes and flavors are available online. Suggest they follow you on social for seasonal updates and join your email list for a first look at limited runs and promotions. Social media. In social media, add a link in posts to products on your website or tag posts. Reference back to a blog article or promote a show where you'll be displaying and selling product. 
Better yet, post from the show or do a live video to give people a true sense of your personality and show them your booth. Maybe you'll even get more visitors to that specific show. Another great idea, particularly at in-person shows, but elsewhere too, is to promote another business, a fellow chamber member, a craft show booth neighbor, or industry partner would be great options here. Networking events. If you're out at a networking event, invite people to come visit you in your store or go to the website for a first-time customer discount code, or suggest they follow you on social media for a peek behind the scenes or to see the newest designs. Email. With regard to email, it's very common to incentivize a sale with some type of offer and set up an automated abandoned cart message to recapture interrupted orders. You can also send post-sale thank you notes that include bounce back offers. Also through email, deepen the relationship with your customers through welcome and get acquainted campaigns. And regular weekly communication works wonders to prompt repeat sales. Check out recent episodes 413 and 415 for a wealth of information on this. Text messages. SMS or text messaging adds further customer service enhancements to your workflow by answering questions, keeping a customer updated on delivery progress, allowing for follow-up feedback, or sending promotion notifications. Personal connections. Finally, don't forget your personal connections. People who already know you on a friend level through organization affiliations make great customers. Talk about your business in social media sometimes, even in your personal accounts. I mean, it's a big part of your life, right? Create a refer a friend campaign. Tap into or present a fundraiser program for your children's school or another club that you belong to. And of course, remember to talk about lifestyle gifting solutions where your products are a match. Birthdays, new baby celebrations, graduations, weddings, and the list goes on and on. I'm not suggesting that you sell all the time with your friends, but when the opportunity arises and you have a gift solution, make that known. These are all ways to get more people over to your website by activity that you initiate through people you encounter directly or already know. They all use the same foundational elements, but through different pathways, depending on where they intersect with you for the first time. There's another way to get people's eyeballs over to your website, too. You won't be able to encounter these potential customers any other way, and that's by getting in front of others' audiences or communities. We'll review three ways to achieve this, social media, retail placement, and online selling platforms. What you're doing here is making your presence known to groups of people who are brought together by someone else. Facebook groups are an excellent place to find these people. Where you see a pool of people who could align with your product, join these groups and become an active member by learning the communication style of the group, adding input with questions or suggestions that are helpful and authentic, and basically getting people to recognize and know who you are. Notice I didn't say sell. Only after you've provided value and created connections should you bring your product into the mix, unless someone specifically asks about it, that is. 
Each Facebook group has different rules of engagement. Some are completely selling groups and others aren't, so make sure you follow whatever rules exist. It will take some trial and error to find the best groups, but once you've found them, it only takes involvement in a few to start seeing sales come in. You can do this on Instagram too. Tag others in posts or reels with a message that puts them in a good light. With luck, they'll share it to their community to get you in front of people you don't know who follow them. Collaboration on social is another opportunity. Do a live selling show to both of your audiences, or use the new collab feature on Instagram to provide products and services that benefit both audiences. If you work out of your house, you may have found it difficult to attract your local community, even though they're right outside your door. Consider a retail approach here. I'm not suggesting you open a retail shop, but you can partner with someone who does have a storefront. Consider wholesale, consignment, or even artisan co-ops if one is available in your area. Or start one yourself. Retail placement gives you the advantage of local visibility with foot traffic, but not the costs of all-out retail. Yes, you pay in margin for wholesale pricing, or take the chance on consignment, but the cost of promotion and ensuring store traffic is on someone else. So it's a trade-off, but gets you seen by new people. Finally, let's talk about using others' online platforms to increase traffic to your own website. This is where other third-party storefronts come into play. The thing to remember about these various platforms is that each one is different. They each come with their own set of costs and rules. You don't own your shop there like you do with your own website. Rather, you rent space from them and are subject to any global changes they impose. But they aren't bad at all, especially when they work in conjunction with having your own site. Remember, the headquarters of your company. Each can serve different purposes. Take Etsy, for example. Currently, they have over 96 million active customers, all looking specifically for handmade products. There are also up-and-coming handmade platforms like GoImagine. We just did a deep dive into this platform in episode 412. And other online direct-to-consumer sites like Amazon and eBay. All options for your product placements, but again, all work and attract different customer sets. On the wholesale side, there's FAIR, with over 600,000 retailers there looking for new products to stock their shelves. It's worth considering if wholesale is in your game plan, and it gives you the ability to be placed in stores outside your immediate area. If you're brand new to wholesale, Stockable could be your best option, a site specifically for handmade product sellers. More on that in episode 387. There are pros and cons to others' online platforms, On one side, there are brand new audiences you have the ability to reach. You don't need to include your entire product line, but pick and choose which products will be most attractive to the various audiences. Well-known sites have built-in credibility and functionality and also include training and support centers. Balancing the pros are that it will take time to set up, become familiar with each of the different programs, and learn how best to work each platform based on its intricacies. These sites need regular monitoring and adjusting to ensure they perform for you too, so it's not like you just set it up and walk away. 
In most cases, you don't have access to customer data, so it's harder to add them to your own customer list to build on those first-time purchases. And as I mentioned before, you have no control over any changes. But that's why you always have your own site, too. Wow, we've covered a lot here, and your head is probably spinning. Let me give you an action plan so you can take all that you've heard here to upgrade and get more people over to your website so it truly works for you. You'll probably want to take this podcast from the top with pen and paper in hand. Here's your five-step action plan. One, think of your website as your online business headquarters and add in the departments you feel the most important to your online visitors. Two, review the concept of multi and omni-channels so you understand the true value with omni-channel marketing. Three, list on paper all your own channels as they exist today so you have them in front of you. It's time to make some adjustments. Four, adjustment number one. Strategically connect your existing channels so they don't work independently from one another, but are co-mingled to give them all more power. We just covered a number of ways to do this. And five, adjustment number two. Add one new sales channel to the mix that will introduce your products to a brand new audience. Lots of options have been presented here for your picking. Your website. The headquarters of your business should be one you're proud of and actively invite people into. Your confidence grows when you see increased sales in your stats and orders coming in as a result. Your online headquarters works for you 24-7. You couldn't have a better employee. If you're enjoying the podcast and would like to show support, A rating and review is always fabulous because it helps get the show seen by more makers. It's a great way to pay it forward. And there's another way where you can get something tangible in return for your support, too. Visit my merch shop for a wide variety of inspirational items, like mugs, journals, water bottles, and more featuring logos, images, and quotes to inspire you throughout your day. Makes a great gift, too. And we've just added some new products for the season to the shop. Turnaround is quick and the quality is top notch. Nothing but the best for you. (laughs) Take a look at all the options at giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash shop. All proceeds from these purchases helps go to offset the cost of producing the show. And now be safe and well, and I'll see you again next time on the Gift Biz Unwrapped podcast.